Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Dr. Diane Duckett, and welcome to another episode of Becoming You. This podcast is to help assist you in becoming a better successful you in life and in business. I am delighted to share with you today on just that. We know that becoming a better you takes work. In fact, it takes a lot of work, work that we sometimes really don't want to do on ourselves. So today, I want to talk about you have standards. Well, welcome to another episode of Becoming You. I am so delighted that you have decided to join me once again on this evening to hear uh, something about how you can become you. There are certain things that we need to understand about ourselves when it's uh, time for us or when, or as we are becoming ourselves. And so today, I truly want you to understand one aspect of why you need to become you. And that aspect is you have standards. Everybody has standards. We have standards. We all have standards. And there are certain things that we should not allow ourselves to partake in because of um, the standards that we uphold, our values, our beliefs. Um, we hold such high standards um, on ourselves that, you know, we cannot lower our standards uh, for others. Because if we do, guess what? We're not really truly becoming who God has truly created us to uh, become. And so today, um, I just really want to truly talk about, you know, standards. You have standards as you are becoming who God has created uh, you to be. And so as we read, I'm going to read today uh, Esther chapter 1. I know you all are very familiar with Esther uh, chapter 1, but I'm not even going to be talking about Esther today. I'm going to be talking about another person. Um, And so Esther uh, chapter 1, verses 10 through 12, and I'm reading from the Amplified uh, Version, it states, it says, On the seventh day, when the king's heart was joyful with wine and high spirits, he commanded Mehuman, Bizdar, Harbana, Bigatha, Abatha, Zethar, and Carcass, the seven uh, images who served in the presence of King as uh, actually it's pronounced Asheras, Asheras, uh, as his attendants uh, to bring Queen Vashti before the king, wearing her royal uh, crown, high turban to display her beauty before the people and the officials, for she was lovely to see. But Queen Vashti refused to come at the king's command, which was delivered to her by the uh, Inuches. Uh, so the king became extremely angry and burned with rage. Um, and so that ends the reading of that word. Um, and so, yeah, today I want to talk about uh, you have standards. Um, but I want to talk about 
uh, this specific person, Queen Vashti, who has standards, you know, like she really has some high standards of herself. I know that, you know, she had high standards as we um, read this text because she refused to do something that the king wanted her to do. Now, I don't know uh, what she was like before uh, she uh, became uh, put herself in this position, but I know in this text that we read, uh, she is refusing to do something uh, for the king, which is to um, wear her crown um, where her, where only, let me just say that, where only, uh, her crown, uh, surely history has not been as kind, uh, to Queen Bashti as it has been to Queen Esther. Uh, Queen Bashti has not been given her true merits. It's not the intent of, uh, this right, uh, this writer to compare these two great women of the Bible, but Queen Bashti is mentioned in the Bible, uh, uh, of Esther in the book of Esther, uh, li literally almost like, uh, I think almost 15, uh, mentioned 15 times, uh, in this particular verse, uh, she is, uh, played as a major role in the lives of the Jewish people. However, she was definitely not Jewish. Um, but through her role, she aided the Jewish nation in this quest for freedom. Although Queen Bashti was only mentioned in 15 verses, uh, in the Bible, uh, the whole entire Bible, um, in the book of Esther, uh, which has a total of 10 chapters, the lessons taught are immeasurable. Queen Bashti's lessons for living a good life, especially for all women when, uh, when circumstances are against us, uh, she shows us how, as we are becoming ourselves, that we have to set standards for ourselves. And here, uh, Queen Vashti, she does exactly that. She actually sets standards uh, that, you know, she is not going to uh, deviate from. And so as we encounter Vashti in this first chapter of the book of Esther, we learn um, about of the following about her. We see that uh, she is uh, beautiful and she is headstrong. We see that, you know, uh, she throws uh, good parties for, you know, her servants and her um, her guests. Uh, we see that um, she refuses to uh, wear just only a crown uh, to present herself to uh, the king. Uh, and we see that, you know, even though, even, uh, that she, even though she refuses, she actually... Um, is going to lose her crown um, because of it. And so Queen Bashti is one who has been depicted uh, of being disobedient to the king's request. Uh, so I can imagine what it must have felt like to be a queen of high status and asked to belittle herself by wearing just her crown. Uh, this text uh, has been preached by many preachers showing how Queen Bashti dishonored her position, but she, but but did she? But did she really dishonor her position, or was it just a setup by God? Um, even though we know that God is not mentioned in this particular text, um, you know, God is always everywhere. He's everywhere, even when He's silent. Um, we see that God is on the move, making move moves, right? And so um, here. Uh, uh, many will say uh, that, you know, she was being disobedient to uh, uh, of her position. And many will say uh, she wasn't. Um, I'm I'm on the, uh, the other half, you know, where I'm saying, you know, she wasn't just dis being disobedient to her position. Um, being dis uh, I'm sorry, not disobedient, dishonoring her position. And so if we could just travel in her queendom uh, for a moment. I would say that you and I are just like Queen Vashti, speaking to the ladies here, um, because we uh, would not allow ourselves to become the object of someone else's party. Um, you see, as I see it, her being asked to just wear her crown put her in a position to say no. How many of you know that you've had to say no to many things in your life? You've had to say no um, because you know that if you would have said yes, it might not have pounded out. Uh, the way that you wanted it uh, to, you know, pound out. So, uh, you know, your answer uh, was, you know, exactly that. No, what the Bible says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And here, uh, her no is, 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 that, is just that, a no. And so why would she say no? 
right? Why would she say no? I believe she said no because she was setting a standard uh, for herself. She was setting a standard to say that, you know what, this is not me. This is not, you know, uh, who God uh, wants me to become. You know, I'm not going to parade myself and just wear my crown in front of all these people uh, that I don't even know um, and I'm not even married to, um, I don't have relationship with them and I'm not going to, you know, belittle myself for that. And so I believe she said no, because she was setting a standard, um, because she was not going to degrade her self image. After all, as I, as a queen, self image is everything, right? Self image is everything. She could, uh, walk out with just a crown, but she knew that she couldn't do that because um, of her self-image. You know, she was not going to degrade herself. She was not going to destroy her character. She was not going to, you know, um, mess up her integrity. She just wasn't going to do all of that. Um, and so she was like, you know what? I am going to set a standard to say no, no. My no means no. And that's what she did. She said no, uh, and she refused the the uh, king's uh, request, and so, uh, and so, uh, her no, she had more dignity than that. You know, when she said no, she, in her mind, she is saying, you know, I have more dignity, more dignity uh, than that. I have so much dignity for myself that I'm not gonna lower myself uh, just to please you, just to just to please the party, uh, to to please your party, to please your guests, to please your officials, to please your leaders. I'm not doing that um, because, you know what, I'm not going to put lower myself, uh, lower, lower my sta standards uh, for that. And so, um, even though uh, this was her spouse, as a queen, uh, you cannot show up or share that part of you with no one other than your spouse, right? Um, and... So for her, it's like, if I'm not coming before just only you, um, I'm not doing it, right? I'm not going to just, I'm not going to come before you so that you can, you know, uh, uh, show me off to officials and stuff like that. And here it is, like, it's like the, 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 the queen, uh, she knew, uh, she knew her standards, like she, that she just knew her standards and she wasn't going to allow her standards to, uh, be subjected to, uh, that type of criticism uh, or um, belittlement. So she decided to say no. And so for her to say no uh, was a no we all would have said ourselves. Like if we're standing in this queendom ship, like if we're standing in her shoes, uh, we wouldn't, we would probably say no too. We would say no. I know I would say no um, because that is something that, you know, is um, beneath me. It's like that is something that. I'm not going to put myself, you know, in uh, position to uh, destroy my own image. And so this is what Vashti, uh, well, Vashti was doing. She was, you know, putting herself in a position where she wasn't going to destroy her image because she had standards uh, set for herself. And I believe this was no ordinary no, but a no knowing that our uh, husband or her husband and the king was in high spirits, um, meaning they were drunk as skunks, right? Not only that, but was asking her to show herself only uh, with only her crown in front of um, all of these officials and leaders, as I said, uh, who was also drunk. Now, you know, it's one thing when you're of clear minded, you know, when you're clear minded, you're not going to ask your spouse, your wife, your queen. Uh, to even subject themselves to that, to to that, you know, you're not going to position them to set them to set them up for almost like failure. Um, and so, uh, because they were so high in spirit, um, I don't think that the king was really uh, in his right mind. Like, well, no, he wasn't in his right mind because remember, they if you read the whole text, and I, you know, ask that you go ahead and read the whole text from beginning to end. Uh, he's, you know, having this party. Uh, for seven days, uh, seven days. And so seven days, he's drinking up a storm, right? And so if you're drinking up a storm, that means like by the time he asked the queen to do what he asked her to do, he just wasn't in his right mind. Like he just was, his mind wasn't clear. He was just, he was just drunk. Like he was just drunk. And so, um, he didn't even probably know exactly, um, uh, what he really had, uh, what he really was suggesting um, the queen to do. Um, and so the no 
meant that she was not going to humiliate herself in front of a bunch of drunkards. Uh, she knew that when uh, she would refuse the king's request, there was going to be some consequences. She knew that there was going to be some consequences because, you know, back in that time, you know, you had to do, you know, what your, uh, what, what your husband said to do um, because that was your role. That was your role as wife, your role as queen, your whatever role that you're in, uh, married to that person, that's your role. Um, but I believe she did not care about the consequences, right? Uh, she did not care about the consequences because the consequences that were, she knew that these consequences could possibly dethrone her uh, from her royal throne, in which it did. Um, but she had to make a bold decision. Come on. She had to make a bold decision and a personal risk in order to make a difference. So, when you're making a bold decision to becoming you, uh, and when you're making a personal risk to becoming you, um, there's going to be, you know, some consequences, right? There's going to be something that's going to bring, uh, like basically bring you from, come on, bring you from to bring you to, it's going to bring you from to bring you to. Now, I don't know what it brought her to, um, but I know it brought her from something and it brought her from the throne where she no longer served as queen. Um, and it doesn't, the text doesn't speak of her, uh, anymore. Um, after, you know, we leave that chapter, it doesn't speak, it doesn't speak of her anymore, um, about her life, about what, you know, what had, be, what had become of Queen Vashti. So I believe that she had a great life. I believe that she had freedom. She had um, she was rejoicing. She was free. She, uh, she was free from all of the demands that, you know, were being, uh, put on her or that were, uh, that were put on her, uh, and, and being in a position of queen, there was just certain things that she couldn't really, uh, flow with. Like she really couldn't be free with. Um, but when that position was taken from her, she was able to be free um, and really live her life to the fullest. Now, like I said, uh, this is just me saying it because um, I don't know what became of her life, but I'm suggesting that her life became uh, full of freedom, you know, full of happiness where she was able to, you know, basically live her best life um, for the rest of her life. Um, but, and so then that's why she had to make this bold decision. And that's why she had to, uh, make a personal, I'm uh, sorry, take a personal risk in order to make a difference, uh, a difference for women of today, uh, women of today for all people like, uh, yeah, for all people. And so to be honest, I believe God needed Queen Vashti to say no. Right. Um, because I believe that, uh, God knows how he's allowing us to become number one, and God also knows what he has to do to save a, save a people, to save a nation, to, um, uh, help, uh, to, um, help some, you know, another nation to live and not die. And so I believe that that was a role that God played in Vashti's, um, Vashti's life, uh, for her to say no, because he needed her, uh, to be released from that position so that, uh, God could put someone else in position that could relate uh, to the genocide that was going to take place uh, during that time um, and where the king would be able to really hear from uh, this particular person, you know, from the person that would, would that would uh, take over uh, that position, would be able to really empathize um, with uh, what was happening with... Um, with that person with, well, I'm going to just say, uh, Esther's, uh, people, the Jewish people. And so, um, God had to do something. Uh, and like I said, even though God is not mentioned here, I believe God was in the midst of all things. Um, why? Because there was something that was going to take place. Um, and God needed someone, uh, to relate, uh, to, uh, you know, the people, uh, to the Jewish people in uh, particular, uh, and, and someone that was going to fight, um, on their behalf, someone that was going to pray on their behalf, someone that was going to get them out of, you know, this, um, this, this horror thing that was going to take place. Um, and so, uh, God needed, uh, Vashti or Vashti to say no, uh, because he knew, uh, God had a bigger plan, uh, for, uh, the Jewish people.
And so even with, as the chapter is closing, um, it is clear that, you know, women in Osiris court would do well to be dutiful and to come before the king as he commanded. Um, and this essentiality of female obedience is further confirmed by the final verse of, of the chapter uh, where, um, you know, the king is like really upset and has to do something, you know, about uh, the standard, this new standard that Queen Vashti is now setting uh, for herself and also setting for the women. Um, and so he's like, you know what, we can't have... Uh, women, you know, speaking of this. Now, I think because the king was not in his right mind, you know, uh, he felt embarrassed. Like, he felt embarrassed that he even made that request. This is what I believe. He felt he felt embarrassed that he even made that request uh, to the queen. And so, um, now he has to do something about it. Now he has to go and speak to, you know, uh, his officials to get advice on what he should do about, you know, this uh, this, um, disobedience, uh, that, you know, she, uh, she has done. Um, and so he puts out, you know, an epic where saying, you know, uh, she has to be dethroned from, 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 from the, from the, from the queendomship. Like she has to be dethroned. She can no longer, uh, stay in that position because if she stay in that position, all the other women going to start doing the same thing that she's doing. And, um, as Rishas, as, uh, uh, Osiris, is not hearing that, like, he's not hearing that, and all the other husbands who are officials and leaders, they're not hearing it either, so, they give her this epic saying that she has to, um, you know, uh, be released from, you know, her position, um, because of what she did, but to, to Queen Vashti, she didn't care, uh, she didn't care, because she knew that consequence was coming, she knew that consequence uh, was going to, you know, do something that, you know, would, you know, put her out of position, uh, and that's, you know, put her out of position. Um, maybe she didn't know she was going to be put out of position. Um, she probably thought something different was going to happen to her, but, um, to her surprise, she's put out of position, but for real, she set the standard. She set the standard to, um, not belittling herself to something that God did not create her for. Now, for us who are becoming, we have to understand the same thing. No matter what is presented to us, no matter what others may tell us or say to us for us to do, uh, we can't lower our standards. We got to keep our standards and our standards must be high because if we lower our standards, then we're not being our authentic self. Here, I believe Vashti, Vashti was being her authentic self. She was not going to deviate uh, from that, you know, she was going to, you know, be true uh, to herself. How many of you being true to yourself? How many of you are able to really say that, you know, I have not fallen to this or fallen to that? Um, and I have not, you know, uh, lost, um, lost my integrity. I have not lost my character. I have not lost anything because I am holding myself uh, to high standards. And so what is the standards that you are holding for yourself? You know, are you belittling yourself? Are you lowering your, you lowering your standards um, just to please somebody else, just to please the world, just to, so that you can have validation and attention and all that stuff? Um, I think that you shouldn't think that way. I think you should have higher standards um, of yourself so that you can become all that God has uh, destined for you to become because you are valuable. You have a position. You have something that God needs. Um, and everybody is not put in the same position, but God gives us the wisdom. He gives us the knowledge. He gives us the understanding so that we can thrive and so that we can become the best versions of ourselves. And I believe here... Vashti, you know, she's like, I'm going to become the best uh, version of myself. And I'm not going to allow anyone to stop me from becoming the best version of myself. And if that's me refusing to do something that the king is asking me to do, guess what? I'm going to refuse it until the day I die. Because guess what? I am more than that. I am better than that. And you have to look at yourself and you have to say, you are more than that. You are, you are better than that. I mean, that's like, you know, when... um. 
uh, people, you know, go out here, you know, and do wrong and stuff like that, thinking that they have to do wrong. You don't have to do wrong. You can do right. Um, because you were not called to do wrong, but you was called to do right. Um, and so you have to set high standards, uh, for yourself so that you, um, can really truly enjoy the life, uh, that God has given you by becoming who God has created you to be. Don't you know that when you begin to set standards for yourself, when you begin uh, to um, acknowledge and recognize uh, who you are um, and who you are in Christ, that nothing, nothing can separate you, nothing can taint you, nothing can disturb you, nothing can destroy you, nothing, no weapon can, no weapon that is formed against you can prosper. Um, because you understand that um, because you live for God and because, you know, God is with you, God is for you, God is around you, God is in you, God is just everywhere, that you know that, you know, whatever you do, uh, God is going to be watching. God is going to be, um, you know, basically uh, watching you, uh, making sure that you make the uh, right steps because of the high standards that you have set uh, for yourself. And so the high standards that you set for yourself is for you. And it's for you to really honor yourself. Like when people say, um, you know, when they talk about the righteousness and the holiness, you know, uh, that they're going to live righteous and they're going to live holy. Uh, some don't live righteous and some don't live holy. Uh, let me back up. They probably do in the beginning. Um, but then when temptation comes, you know, the high standard that they had set for themselves of being righteous and holy now uh, deteriorates because um, what's in front of them looks more better or looks good than what the standards they've set for themselves, um, the standards that they set for themselves. And so they fall prey to uh, lowering their standards so that they can get a quick fix. I'm going to say it like that. Get a quick fix. I'm going to keep it clean. Get a quick fix. Um, so uh, they, they can live out that desire or live out that temptation or whatever it may be. Um, but can I tell you, you're hurting yourself when you do that. You're hurting yourself when you turn to something that is not for you. You're hurting yourself when you do things that is not uh, for you. And matter of fact, you may be hurting others that are around you too because of it. Um, but you have to, you know, get back into position. You have to get back in place and uh, meaning, you know, setting high standards for yourself. Now, you may not be in that high position anymore, um, but uh, even while not being in that high position um, anymore, guess what? You still can set standards for yourself. You still can set high standards for yourself and live uh, the life that God wants you to live while you are becoming you. Becoming you is so important. I mean, like, that's what I believe God wants us to understand, um, that he really wants us to become ourselves, you know, ourselves and him. Um, because, like, when we are becoming, we are so much freer. We we are so much loving. We are so much joyful um, because we are becoming. The reason why we can't become fully ourselves is because we just got too many influences around us. Like we got too many of these voices talking to us, uh, saying, do this and do that, you know, and we're, we're listening to, uh, those voices, um, saying, do this and do that. And not really, um, trusting the voice of God, trusting what God has said, uh, for us. God says you are chosen, you know, th that's the word that he has spoken uh, to you. And so the word that he has spoken to you is that you are chosen. Um, he is for you. He is with you. He is around you. He loves you. Um, and so if God is all of this in your life, you know, why not set the high standards that you need to set uh, so that you can become? Why not set the standards that you need to uh, set so that you can become? Don't allow... Uh, the naysayers or the problems or the issues of life uh, take you from uh, you becoming because you becoming is what's going to set the stage of you making a difference. Uh, people need you to become. Uh, people don't need you to be like everybody else. People don't need you uh, to, you know, basically um, do as they say, not as I do type of thing. They People don't need you to do that. People need you to become you because they need uh, to become themselves um, as well. And so how do you do that? You set high standards. You set high standards uh, for yourself. When you, I got some high standards. I'm going to tell you that right now. I have some high standards for myself. Like I am not 
going to go out there and do stuff that I'm not supposed to be doing because I know that if I go out there and do something that I'm not supposed to do, that it's not going to work out for my good, that it's not going to work out for me. Um, matter of fact, it's probably just going to give me a headache. It's probably going to make me feel guilty. It's probably going to make me have a conscience. It's probably going to make me feel guilty and, and shameful. Um, it's probably going to depress me. It's probably going to uh, stress me out. It's probably going to give me some anxiety. I'm telling you, God, I can go on and on and on and on about, you know, what it could do. Uh, and so you definitely want to create for yourself some high standards for yourself because um, when you do that, uh, your life is just just different. It's just, it's just different. Um, and, and people will see that it's different. And so how are you uh, setting high standards for yourself uh, to become? And believe me, uh, it, it's a process. As I said, with Queen Vashti, did, we, didn't, we don't know if she said no before. Uh, she may have said no several times, but this, this particular no uh, was a no where it just really embarrassed or um, yeah, embarrassed the king and the king, uh, was like, you know, how dare you tell me no? Like, you don't tell me no. If I ask you to do something, you better get up and do it, right? That's the king's mindset. The king's mindset is like, you better get up and do it. But Vashti, she's like, uh-uh, I'm not doing it because that's not what I'm called to do. I am not going to shrink myself down, uh, to your level. I am not going to shrink myself down because you're in here smelling like alcohol, drunk as a skunk, um, having, you know, uh, parties that, you know, that just, that, that is like truly just not, uh, dis displeasing, uh, to God. And so, uh, here the King, you know, is like, um, you know, that no, that she has said, uh, was like really a, a slap in the face, like, like, like a hard slap, um, in the face because he really, this is something that he really wanted her to perform. Um, but I think he, I think queen, the queen did him some justice because it could have been if she would have said yes, lowered her standard that all these officials would see her in the nude, right? Only wearing her crown, uh, which is a high turban. Uh, and so she will be fully exposed to all these men that she's not, you know, in relationship with. And so afterwards, let's just say this, I'm just using my sanctified imagination. Let's just say that after the party is over, uh, you know, the queen now um, is uh, like uh, subjected to the chatter, right? The chatter, because that chatter can be something, right? Where now these officials and these leaders are talking about the queen, how beautiful, how really, really beautiful she is, and uh, and how lovely she is. And can you imagine uh, these officials talking to the uh, king uh, about his very own queen, his wife, um, in front of him like that? Now, how would you think he would have felt then? He probably would have felt like he probably would have burnt, burnt like felt like burnt up. Like he probably would have been burnt up, um, because or fired up. Let me just say not burned up, but fired up, um, because now his officials, these people that he was partying with, drinking with, is now talking about how you know, uh, they really love his wife. They really you know wish that that was his wife. Um, so she, I believe, kind of did him. Uh, due diligence, you know, like she like honored him in that way so that he would not be subjected to uh, that chatter because that chatter can be something. And not only that, um, you know, it kept her from the chatter as well because she didn't have to now hear all of this chatter. The only chatter she heard now is that she refused to do something. She said no and no was something that she just was not supposed to say. Um, but now there's a chatter about her saying no, um, because the women, let's say this, the women, they was like, oh my goodness, she, the queen Vashti, she said no. Um, maybe we can now say no. Maybe we can now refuse to do, you know, certain things for our husband. And so, and that's why the epic had to go out, because the the officials 
and husbands, you know, during that time did not want their wives to be doing the same thing, refusing something or refusing a request uh, that they were asking them to do. And so to keep things in order, to put these women back in place, they had to uh, use Queen Vashti and, as an example. They had to set the example. Uh, and the example was to dethrone her from the, from the, from the throne in which they did. And so, um, although Queen Vashti is now off the throne, uh, she's not, you know, living in the, the big, the big, uh, the big house, the, 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 the mansion. Um, now, uh, she's out there and I'm sure, you know, that now that she's out there, she's really living her best life. She's really living a life of, you know, godliness, of holiness, of righteousness, um, because of the high standards that she has set uh, for herself. I wish they would have kept her um, in the Bible so that we really could see how she lived out, you know, her life, even being dethroned from uh, from the throne, from her position. I really would have liked to see um, in the word of God how truly uh, she lived out her life um, because, um, because that would have really uh, shed some more light on uh, why the no was to be said in the first place. But I believe that the no was a no that was meant to be. It was a no that was meant to be. A, a no that, you know, God knew exactly what was going to happen uh, to Queen uh, Vashti uh, so that someone else can come on the scene. And let me tell you something. Uh, even when you look at Queen Esther, I'm not really going to talk about it, but even when you look at Queen Esther, Queen Esther, she refused the queen as well. She refused the king as well. Um, but her refusing the king, she didn't have that, she didn't get that harsh, um, that harsh consequence as uh, Queen Vashti uh, uh, received. Uh, as a matter of fact, the queen, when she, the queen Esther, when she uh, was requested to come uh, before the king and refused to come before the uh, the king, uh, she actually uh uh, told the king, um, I'm fasting for three days. Like I need to fast for three days. And the king, excuse me, the king allowed her to fast, uh, for three days. Now, why was it that, you know, her refusal to, uh, come before the king was different than, uh, the refusal of Queen Vashti coming before the king, right? There's no difference. Um, they both said no, they both refused. They both said no. Um, and so, but I guess with, uh, Queen, uh, Queen Esther, um, uh, the king must not have wanted to go through another episode of looking for another queen, right? He might have just did not want to go looking for another queen. And so he just, you know, let her, you know, do her thing. Um, and so, like I said, we don't know how many no's Queen Vashti said before he got to that uh, place where, you know, um, he wasn't going to accept the refusal um, anymore, but I'm telling you, and with Queen uh, Esther as well, that was a high standard. Her high standard was, you know, I'm gonna go fast for three days because I need to hear something. I need, to, and God is not spoken in this text. Like I said, He's not spoken in this book of in the book of Esther. But for some reason, God is present in the book of Esther um, because Esther is now fasting. Um, you only fast when you want to hear from God. You only fast when you want to, you know gain more knowledge or, you know, to get some information downloaded to you on, on your next steps. And that's what Queen Esther was doing. She was um, fasting so that she can uh, get revelation on her next steps uh, of uh, um, helping to save her people, right? Save her people. But the king didn't know that. Um, he didn't know that she was, you know, fasting in that manner. Um, but like I said, Queen uh, Esther did not receive the the um, the 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 punishment uh, like uh, Queen Vashti did. But I commend Vashti. I commend her for standing for what was right, standing for what is right, and not um, belittling herself uh, to say um, uh, belittling herself to go in front of those, you know, people that she didn't even know, um, I commend her because she shows us as women that we can do the same. We don't have to tolerate, you know, stuff from, you know, people. We just don't have to tolerate 
um, stuff from people um, and we can really stand in our authentic self uh, so that we can truly become who God uh, has shared for us to become. And so set your standards, set the standard on what it is that you will not participate in. What is what is it that you won't participate in? And your standards actually lines up, will actually line up with your values and your belief. You know, your belief system, uh, your values, um, those are what your standards are going to be around. Um, because certain things you just should not tolerate, certain things you should just not, you should not participate in. Um, and, you know, because... If you don't, if you, if you start participating in stuff, like I said, you're going to have to deal with those consequences and those consequences might not be what you want to deal with at that time. And so really think about your life in that aspect, like what are the things that are displeasing God? Um, and what are the things that are keeping you from becoming you? What are the things that are keeping you from becoming you? Is it that you're being dishonest with yourself? Is it that um, you don't um, uh, see yourself becoming? Uh, is it that um, you have low self-esteem about yourself or no confidence that, you know, keeps you from moving forward and becoming you? What What is it that keeps you from holding high standards of yourself? I believe everybody deserves to have high standards. Um, like, uh, I love the slogan or the quote, that um, First Lady uh, Michelle Obama, you know, said once um, in a speech, when they go low, we go high. Uh, and so, you know, don't go low. Don't ever go low. Don't ever uh, uh, put yourself in a position where you're lowering your standards, where you are uh, participating in the acts of, you know, stuff that you shouldn't participate in. It could be sin. It could be whatever. Whatever it is, you know, don't participate in that because that's not what you are called to do. And so when someone asks you, you know, to just wear your royal crown, you're going to refuse to say no um, because that is not appropriate. Um, and that's not how God um, is allowing you to become because I look at it like this. Give me another revelation right now. I'm getting another revelation right now. This is not a strip club, right? This is not a strip club where you're... Uh, 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 swinging on poles and dancing before people. Um, that's not that's not you. That's that's why I believe Vashti, uh, Queen Vashti said no because she's like this ain't no strip club. I'm not performing in front of all these people. I'm not dancing in front of all these people. I'm not prancing myself in front of all these people. And kudos to her. Like literally, kudos to her. I literally. Uh, commend her for her stance because she set a standard for herself that she was not going to going to belittle herself, um, but become herself, become her authentic self. She was operating in her true self, knowing that she was not going to fall prey uh, to the demise of what those uh, men's intentions were for her to even be in that room. Because we don't know... Um, what the intentions would have, uh, what the intentions were, you know, even though the king said come in there with your crown, uh, you know, just wearing your crown, the intentions, uh, could have been, you know, something different. It could have been just something different, something that, you know, would have been, uh, really, truly displeasing, you know, displeasing and probably would have, uh, made Vastile feel lower, lower and lower and lower, um, and not even feel herself. And she probably would have, you know, locked herself in her queen's room never uh, to come out for a while because of the disgrace that probably would have happened. Um, and so, you know, I believe because the presence of the, the Lord is, you know, was there, you know, uh, with her, that, you know, she felt that presence and that presence. like the Holy Spirit that's with us today. The Holy Spirit will nudge us. The Holy Spirit will guide us. The Holy Spirit will uh, speak truth to us. The Holy Spirit will tell us, you know, yes, you can go here. No, you can't go there. You know, and it's up to us to really listen to what the Spirit has to say concerning our lives because when the Spirit speaks, that means the Spirit is keeping you, you know, from, you know, things unseen and unseen, things that are dangerous, things that, you know, will, you know, uh, put you in a place that you will, that, that you don't want to be in. And so 
um, the presence of God, you know, I believe the presence of God was there, even though God is not mentioned in the text. I believe the presence of God was there, uh, uh, nudging, uh, queen saying no to say no, uh, so that, you know, she would not, um, be, uh, subjected to, um, the harshness of what those men, um, were up to. I mean, cause she could have walked in there um, they probably could have laughed at her. They probably, I mean, all thing, all kinds of stuff could have happened. This text can go even deeper uh, than what what I'm doing now because when you really think about it, uh, the queen, she may have dishonored the king, but she did not dishonor God. She did not dishonor herself because she had high standards uh, for herself. Um, and so, don't allow yourself to be. Um, dishonored uh in that manner if you have to say no let your no be no and your yes be yes but you know exactly what it is that god uh truly wants you to do when he wants you to do it and that's why we have to stay prayed up that's why we have to stay in god's word um because god's word is what brings light to us becoming um god's uh word uh helps us to get through uh, you know, struggles and circumstances um, that, you know, we may not even see um, coming um, our way, but God will use the Holy Spirit to keep us from uh, situations and circumstances because the Holy Spirit knows the high standards that we have uh, for ourselves. Um, and so that's why you have to really, truly keep yourself, you know, prayed up, uh, meditate day in and day out, um, hide the word in your heart uh, so that you may not sin, you know, against God or against yourself, you know, and even against others. Um, but yeah, keep yourself, you know, on a, on a straight path so that you will not fall prey to the intentions of what people may try to do. I'm always saying because of the standards that I have uh, for myself, God, whatever the enemy, the strategies, whatever strategies the enemy um, is trying to uh, throw at me or is trying to do to me, I ask that you turn that strategy around and allow it to uh, 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 return back to the enemy so the enemy can feel his own power, his own strategies uh, working uh, against against him or her or against the enemy, right? And so you have to keep yourself um, in, in, in uh, or, or actually keep your mindset uh, saying, you know, I have high standards, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm better than that. I'm better than what they say. I'm, I, you know, I'm not going to fall prey to that. Um, because you having high standards means a whole lot. Um, that tells you about that tells, tells, uh, something about your character that tells something about your humility that, t that just says a whole lot about you. And so in order to become you, you have to be able to set some high standards and standards that is going to work for you and not against you standards that is going to work for you and not against you. And so even though queen Vashti's uh, standards worked against her, I believe it still worked for her um, because now she's able uh, to be free, free to be herself. Like she's free to be, she was free to be herself. You know, are you free to be yourself? You know, or do you got to fake it till you make it or pretend or or pretend, you know, that you are uh, something that you're not? Um, that's when you know that you don't have high standards of yourself because you are becoming something that you're not um, or you're portraying something that you're not. And so no matter what uh, outcome, what the outcome may be, you still have to set standards. You still have to keep those standards uh, for yourself, because when you have high standards, I believe that that's the standards God is going to honor. God is going to honor you for standing on the high standards that you have set for yourself. And so when you tell others, you know, I'm, I'm setting these high standards, you got to mean it. And you cannot deviate from the high standards that you set for yourself because, um, you know, if you deviate, like I said before, it won't do you no good because you're going to go through all of these types of emotions um, and want to give up and throw in the towel. 
Um, and yeah, you just want to give up. And so you don't want to be put, you don't want to put yourself in that position. So I say to you today, keep the high standards for yourself. And if you don't have high standards for yourself, start creating high standards for yourself. Start creating high standards for yourself. Go and sit in a corner, sit somewhere quiet where you can think about these high standards, where you can think about how, you know, you can set a standard and stay true to that standard. You know, set a standard and stay true to that standard so that you can stand with integrity, so that you can stand with honor because you don't want to dishonor yourself. You just don't want to dishonor yourself. And so with Queen Vashti, you know, she, I believe, was supposed to be in this text um, to show us the importance of setting standards for ourselves. Um, I don't think it's by accident that she's in this text. I don't think it's by accident that she's in this text, even though she's not mentioned, you know, uh, she's not mentioned much, but she's mentioned and she's mentioned for a reason. And that reason, I believe, is that she had to help us to understand that even though people may want you to do something out of the ordinary that is not you, you have the right to say no. You have the right to set a, so, a, such a high standard for yourself when it comes to things like that, you have a right to say no because that is your standard. That is your standard. When you, if you are a yes person saying yes to everything, uh, you're not becoming you. You're becoming somebody else or you're, you're portraying yourself as somebody else in something that you're not. So you have to put yourself in a position where you have to set high standards for yourself. You have to set high standards for yourself so that you can become all that God has created you, you to become. And that's making bold decisions. Making bold decisions that, you know, would make a difference. And that's taking personal risks in order to make a difference. You have to take personal risks in order to make a difference. It may not, you know, um, be what you expected it to be, but I believe it's going to work out for your own good. Like, it's going to work out for your good um, because God is for you. God is with you. God is around you. He's everywhere. Um, and you have to realize that God uh, has your best interests. You know, he has your best interests. And if God is for you, who can be against you? And so no matter what, um, people may ask you to do that's out of the ordinary, if it doesn't line up with your values um, and your beliefs, um, say no. Like, no means no. Like, I'm not, I'm not going there. When you dummy down you, when you dummy down you, when you dummy down your authentic self to... I want to say it right, to please something else, you're not uh, living in the high standards for yourself. You're not living in the high standards for yourself. And so because of that, you may go through some, some challenges. You may go through some struggles. You may go through some emotion, um, emotional, um, some emotions uh, like, you may go through a whole lot because the standard that you had was a standard that you didn't keep for yourself because you allowed that voice, that chatter, you know, that um, something to say, you know, do, and you did, and you knew you wasn't supposed to do it, but you did it anyway. Um, it's going to, you know, not serve you well. And so even if you have fallen prey to something that you should have said no to, 
guess what? You can get back up and you can set a high standard for yourself and, a, and let that high standard be pure. Let that high standard be pure. Let that high standard hold you accountable to the high standard that you have set for yourself. And so if you want to make a, a, a difference, you have to make bold decisions. Uh, you have to take personal risks and operating in the high standards that you have set for yourself. Because the truth be told, when you set high standards for yourself, somebody's looking, somebody's watching you, right? Um, what's the song about the singing? Because I hear it in my, my head. I know it feels like somebody's watching me. Well, somebody's watching you, right? Somebody's watching you. Um, they're watching how you are holding up to the standards that you said you was going to have for yourself. And so you don't want no one or anybody to fall prey to something that they watch you um, not do because you said you was going to have a high standard, but you lowered your standard. Now someone else is going to lower their standards because you didn't keep the high standard. So they're probably saying if, if he or she didn't keep uh, the standard, then I don't need to keep the standard. So you have to set the example for those who are watching you so that, you know, they can fully uh, stand in their authentic self and stand on the high and stand on the high standards that they have for themselves so that they can continue to become who God has created them to become. And so that's the that's the message for today in order for you to become you. You have to set some high standards for yourself. You have to have standards for yourself. Standards that you will hold yourself accountable to. And let me say this. Even if you can't hold yourself to these standards, you get someone else, you know, share it. Share it with someone else that can help you to hold yourself accountable to the standards that you set yourself for. Because sometimes you need to share the standard so that others can hold you accountable to the standard that you set for yourself. And so with Queen Vashti, she set a standard. She said no. And guess what? We can say no and we can set standards so that we can become the best version of ourselves. So that we can become who God has created for us to be so that we can become fruitful, so that we can honor God in our walk, in our talk, in our ways, so that we can honor God in every area of our life. And so if you have not set high standards for yourself, I suggest that you begin to set some standards, some high standards that you will not deviate so that you can become you. I am so glad that you all came on to join me for another episode of Becoming You. I believe that this is blessing others. It's blessing me as I even write these podcasts each and every week. Um, sometimes it gets rough. Sometimes it gets hard. It's like sometimes I'd be like, okay, what am I going to talk about today? But God seems to always come through with something. And I believe that this right here, this high standard thing, is something that God wants us to have. He wants us to have high standards for ourselves so that we can become what he wants us to become. We no longer can shrink ourselves down or shrink ourselves because of what others want us to do or what we may want um, others to see us do. Like, don't even do that. Like, whatever you want others to see you do, don't even do that because you don't need to let people see what you're doing. God will allow people to see what you're doing. Um, so don't set, uh, I mean, so don't um, uh, lower your standards for anyone, but build up your standards, keep your standards, hold yourself accountable so that you can become all that God has created you to become. So I'm so thankful that you have joined me uh, tonight uh, on another episode. And I hope and pray that, you know, this is really blessing uh, you all. Um, if you are really being blessed, 
uh, by this podcast, please send me a message. Let me know. Encourage me and tell me that, you know, hey, Dr. Duckett, your your messages are on point. You know, how you're helping me to really think about uh, me becoming, how I need to uh, apply certain things um, in uh, certain areas of my life so that, you know, it can help me to become even more of me, the authentic me, not a false self, but a real self, a true self um, of me. So let me know. Let me know how you're being blessed. Let me know how I can help you. If you have any topics that you want me to share with you, want me to teach or want me to talk about, please send me a message and I'll uh, put it right in the queue where we can talk about it, where we can share. Um, If you want to be part of this podcast, if you want to sit with me and talk with me about, you know, uh, how uh, you can become you, uh, send me a message. I just what I'm saying. Send me a message, and we can we can connect, and you can be a part of you know one of my broadcasts, um, uh, podcasts when it uh, when it airs, uh, so that we can hear from you. We want to hear uh, from you to to see how you are you know um, um, how you are are receiving uh, this podcast in a way. Um, that's really turning your life around because of the nuggets uh, that you are hearing from this podcast. And so if you need to reach out, reach out. Um, you can reach me at, uh, or you can actually uh, email me uh, at Diane at gmail.com uh, to uh, share with me uh, uh, how this podcast is blessing you or even if you have a topic that you want me to consider, I will consider that topic and uh, uh, record it, uh, and then bring it on a podcast for us all to hear together. Um, and so thank you so much for joining me on this podcast tonight. I'm Dr. Diane Duckett, and thank you for listening to another episode of Becoming You. Thank you.